and welcome to the Argus Crude Report, a podcast series dedicated to international crude markets. My name is Monica Rojas Hidalgo, and I am the Latin American crude reporter for Argus. I am here today with my colleague, Gus Vasquez, who is the America's crude editor. And today we're going to chat about Argentinian Melanito crude. Gus, as you well know, up until a few years ago, you didn't really hear much about Argentina Melanito. There was the sporadic export, but really Melanito was only talked about in terms of the domestic Argentina market, not so much in terms of international volumes. Today, we're hearing a lot more about it, though, especially beginning with the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic last year around March or April. But it's not the same Melanito today as it was in the past. So why don't we start there? Hey, Monica, and thank you. Yes, uh, I agree. Melanito is now one of the main crudes from Argentina, together with Escalante, of course, which is another export grade. And if we look at the volumes from the country, they are closely followed by Caña Don Seco, Maria Inés, San Sebastián, and Hydra. Now, historically, Melanito has had a quality of about 35 degrees API, and it's been pretty low in sulfur, so somewhere around uh, 0.5%. And this means that it's an excellent crude for gasoline and metal distillates production. And it's for this very reason that many Argentinian refineries actually configured their installations to maximize light crude runs. Now, because there was a conventional production decline for crude like Melanito, which actually fell to its lowest in May 2017, there was a shortage in Argentina of light crude supply that was needed to cover domestic demand. And this meant that from 2012 to 2018, Argentina turned into a light crude importer, mainly buying crudes out of West Africa and the U.S. Now, production for Melanito has always been led by YPF with about a 50 to 60 percent share of all the volume, while the remainder has traditionally been produced by a large number of both local and international companies. The shortage of light crude was overcome, however, thanks to the emergence of the Vaca Muerta formation and its shale oil production, which covered the gap in that domestic supply starting in about 2019. It is important to clarify, however, that the new shale crude is not identical in quality to the traditional Melanito that we know from the past, but since the new production is coming from the same geographical area, the industry is using the existing infrastructure for those non-conventional barrels. And it has been this ability to utilize existing infrastructure that actually allowed for such a rapid development in the non-conventional production. Now, when we talk about crude quality, it is going to vary from field to field when you're in the production site, but there is no segregated infrastructure in Argentina. So what actually happens is that you end up with a final blend of conventional and new production at the export terminal that results essentially in a unique quality. So that's how we get to the Manito blend of conventional and unconventional crude that today ranges between 39 and 44 API and less than 0.5% sulfur. With respect to production, what are we seeing? So actual production from Argentina is around 500 to 550,000 barrels per day, of which about 160 to 170,000 per day, or some 30% is conventional production. However, given the growth we've seen in non-conventional production from Baca Muerta, the expectation is that the output from that region will exceed 235,000 barrels per day by the end of this year. If investments proceed as planned, in the next few years, these volumes could easily double in the short term, which would generate sufficient flows to allow for a large increase in exports. And speaking about exports, we've seen Melanito barrels finding homes in places similar to a U.S. WTI or Bakken because of its similar qualities. These include Chile, the Netherlands, and Denmark. 
But really, the area with the largest manito consumption outside of Argentina is the U.S. West Coast. Over the last few months and the past year, year and a half, we've seen between one and four exports of manito a month. But generally, we're seeing about two. August sales were heard between discounts of ice brand of minus 180 to minus 190. September sales were heard between minus two and minus three. And October loading program sales were heard between minus 15 and minus two, but closer to minus 17 and minus 18. And as more production develops, there is a potential for greater Manito exports, which we hope to be able to help with with our new Manito crude assessment that launched a week and a half ago. Our assessment takes into account exports between 10 and 60 days into the future, utilizing ICE Brent as the base, but also published versus NYMEX WTI and as an outright, with a minimum volume of 400,000 barrels FOB Argentina because small parcels are not generally representative of the market. But a grow and export market will also depend greatly on investment. What can you tell us about that, Gus? Well, so that is an interesting one because really when you talk about investment levels, the expectation now is that some $4 billion will be invested in this year, in 2021. And then the expectation is for even higher levels of investment next year. YPF has announced its investment plan and they are aiming for $3.5 billion in investment next year versus the $2.7 billion that they had this year. But where it gets tricky really is when you start talking about other companies because their investment plans will be directly tied to the approval of the new hydrocarbons law. And this law should, in principle, mean greater incentives for crude to be exported. So you would think that that would help uh, investment to increase, but that remains to be seen. So there's a little bit of stuff that's still in the air there. And that actually brings us to the end of our quick discussion on Medanito. Uh, thank you, Monica, for your insights. That was really helpful, and I think people will find it useful. If you want to learn more about the Medanito market and see in-depth daily coverage of Latin American crude oil markets, you should probably consider subscribing to Argus America's Crude. You can find more information on this service at www.argusmedia.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us on the next episode of The Crude Report. 